Jesus. Then it will change the world. I pray I live to see it. He looked ruefully over the tents and stalls to the watchtower, glinting with frost. But unless the makers come tomorrow, it'll be too late for those poor souls. From here the hammering was louder. The half-constructed gallows were black, a rickety structure of high timbers built directly onto the ice. One man up there now on a ladder, hauling up the deadly swinging nooses of rope. Above him the sky was iron gray, full of unfallen sleet. Smoke from the fair's fires rose into it, a hundred straight columns. Another black frost tonight, the cobbler muttered. The old man didn't answer. Instead, he said, I hear one of the prisoners is a keeper. The cobbler almost sat upright. Then he relapsed onto the rough bench, biting his thumbnail. Dear God, he whispered. To hang? To hang. Tomorrow, like all the rest. Over the lake, the hammering ended abruptly. The nooses swung, empty, frost already glinting on them. The peddler picked up the last needle. He straightened with a groan, then limped over. Goods, gentlemen, he whined. Samples of ribbon, beads, bright scarves, something for the wife? The cobbler shook his head sourly. The old man smiled. Dead, my friend. Long dead. Ah, well. The peddler was gray-haired. He eased the crutch wearily under his arm. Not even a brooch to put on your coat? Nothing. Not today. Indifferently, as if he was used to it, the peddler shrugged. It's a raw day to walk down a long road, he said quietly. They looked at him bemused. Fellow's drunk, the cobbler muttered. The peddler hobbled away between tents and around a pen of bleeding sheep, their small hooves scratching the frozen lake, down to the stall of a pastry cellar, where he bought a hot pie and ate half of it, crouched by the heat of an open oven, Grease scorched his fingers through the torn gloves. He bent forward, his long gray hair swinging out of his hood. But as he pulled himself slightly upright on the crutch, a close watcher might have glimpsed just for an instant that he was a tall man and not as old or as crippled as he seemed. Someone squeezed in beside him. Is that for me? The peddler handed over the remains of the pie without comment. The boy who had been cartwheeling wolfed it down ravenously, barely stopping for breath. The peddler's eyes watched the crowd intently. Well? Nothing. I tried the password on a woman and she told me to get lost or she'd call the watch. Raffi licked every flake of pastry from his fingers, still uneasy at the memory. You? Not our contact, no. But I overheard an interesting conversation. What about? A certain black bird. Raffi stared up, alarmed. Again? He rubbed his greasy hands nervously on his jerkin, then almost as a reflex unfurled a sense line and sent it out, but the noisy crowd made him giddy with all their sensations and arguments and chatter, and under them was only the impenetrable glass-blue barrier of the ice, the vast lake frozen to its depths, the tiny creatures down there sluggish, only half alive. Rumors are spreading. Galen said grimly. Perhaps we have Alberic to thank. His people could never keep secrets. He glanced around. 
Though such stories may be useful, they'll make people think, stir their faith. Raffi rubbed his cold arms, frowning as the oven door was slammed shut. Then he smiled. What would they say if they knew the crow was right here? Galen's rebuke struck him behind his eyes, a mind flare so that he winced. The keeper stepped closer, his gaunt face hard. Will you keep your mouth shut? Don't talk to me unless you have to, and stay close. He turned, pushing through the crowd. Eyes wet, furious, Raffi glared after him. They were both so tense they could barely talk anymore. They had been at the fair since yesterday. Every hour they spent here was a sickening danger. There were watchmen everywhere, and Raffi had been searched once already at a checkpoint. That still made his skin crawl. But Galen wouldn't go until the contact came, and they had no idea who it would be. All afternoon, he tried to keep warm. The cold was numbing.